Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. On today's live daily news, a car crash is just steps away from Shannon Hospital. We look at the grossest restaurants in town, and two arrests have been made in the Eric Talton murder case. Plus, Ag Commissioner Sid Miller joins the show to talk about Texas agriculture. All this and more. I'm Matt Trammell, and this is Live. But before we get to the news, do you like football and want to make some extra cash on the weekends? If so, join the Cover One Texas High School football team by being a football stringer this fall. All you need is a phone, reliable transportation, and a love for the game. To find out more info, shoot me a text at 325-939-9327, an email at mattatsanangelolive.com, or of course, you can check out the job postings as well as all the job postings on sanangelolive.com. And now, on to the news. We start the show today with breaking news coming out of the Tom Green County Jail. Two suspects have been arrested in connection with the death of 31-year-old Eric Eric Talton that was found dead in Kimball County last August. 40-year-old Kenneth Harvey and 27-year-old Brittany Shoemaker were both booked into jail at around 2 o'clock this afternoon. Harvey is charged with murder and tampering with a human corpse, while Shoemaker only was charged with the tampering. No official word yet on the reason behind the arrest almost a year and a half, or I guess a year after the death. However, we will find out and we will let you know when we find that out. In other news, a two-car crash a block away from Shannon Medical Center actually sent one there. At around 1.30 this afternoon, San Angelo police were called to the intersection of Harrison, Maine for the report of a major crash. Once on scene, the officers found a black Buick that had crashed into a Kia Rio. It was learned that the Rio cut in front of the Buick as a result of not yielding while turning left. The driver was cited for the mistake. As for the driver of the Buick, she was taken to to Shannon Medical Center by ambulance, which was only a quick block or two away and the city the city of san angelo yesterday just as the show went off the air announced this month's health inspection reports for restaurants in the month of july a number of spots did pretty good those included blaine sunset jr and helen's bistro some spots on the other hand well they didn't do so well. One in particular was Chain Snow Cone Shop Bahama Bucks. They barely passed with a score of 71. On the other side of the spectrum, the adult snow cone shop Eskimo Hut scored a 98. I guess the alcohol must be doing something for them. In all seriousness, though, the list is so long that we didn't want to put it all on here, so instead, check it out on the business tab on SanAngeloLive.com. And moving into weather, the streak of 100-degree temperatures hit 51 this afternoon with a high of 107. This streak of hot days is looking to continue throughout the month with no end in sight. Currently, the Concho Valley is still under that excessive heat and red flag warning, so be careful with outside fires. Of course, Tom Green County is in a burn ban, so check on Sanjo Live to read what you can and can't do during this time. And of course, to stay up to date with all the weather in the Concho Valley, come back every day to the live daily news show for updates and finally two days are coming to an end but the uh, that only means the start of scrimmages and football games 
We won't get into the games just quite yet, but Ryan Chadwick is ready to break down some of those scrimmages. But before he does, here's a message from the Bass Bunch. Save big on our great selection of trucks during our demo sale at Jim Bass Ford. Like the Ford F-150, with an available 360-degree camera package that helps you spot obstacles. And with Sync 4 technology, designed to listen and respond. And we're here to keep your F-150 at peak performance with expert service after the sale. It's time to drive a Ford F-150 XLT and get 11,000 in total savings. For this great offer, visit Jim Bass Ford today. Last week, San Angelo High Schools began two days for the 2023 football season. After two weeks of practice, our San Angelo boys will now test where they are at as a team with scrimmages this weekend. TLCA San Angelo hosts the El Dorado Eagles at Lakeview Stadium on Friday. The JV begins at 6.30 p.m. and the varsity will follow shortly after. The Lakeview Chiefs hit the road for, the fir for their first scrimmage. The Chiefs travel to Crane High School to play Fort Stockton on Friday. The JV begins at 5 p.m. and the varsity start at 6.15 p.m. And finally, the Central Bobcats host their annual Meet the Bobcats this Saturday at San Angelo Stadium at 5.30. The Cats will then play their intra-squad scrimmage at 6 p.m. This event is free of charge and open to the public, so come out and support the Bobcats. And of course, for more sports around the Concho Valley and beyond, be sure to check in every day at sanangelolive.com forward slash sports. Our job is about so much more than cleaning floors. It's about personal investment. We're always looking for opportunities to bring joy to everyone in the house. So often, it's the small acts of kindness that mean the most. You see, caring for people isn't new, even if they are. At Carpet Tech, serving is always personal. Hello, this is Joe Hyde, San Angelo Live. We're out here at the uh, the uh, Farm Bureau's uh, Banquet in Wall, St. Ambrose Church. I happen to find Sid Miller, who is our state uh, agriculture commissioner from Stephenville. And uh, he's probably not much of a stranger here to St. Angelo. We've seen him at the rodeo and things like that. But uh, Commissioner uh, Miller, I gotta ask you a question because I, you know, in the, here in the Concho Valley, we have a lot of cotton farmers. And cotton, of course, is a very important part of our economy. If, if the cotton yield's not good, then that, you know, that money, I think, go, probably gets exchanged into Contra Valley six times. So our cars, car dealers aren't selling as many cars, things like that. We had no rain in July. And a lot of the cotton farmers I talked to out here are saying, we're not gonna throw any more herbicide out. We're not gonna throw any more fertilizer. We're just gonna let it ride. How does the crop yield look for this year in Texas? Well, let's start in the, the very southern part of Texas. They had a bumper crop last year, a great year. Not so good this year. It, it looks it looks pretty terrible. Uh, coming up, I came in from the east, came in from Austin. Cotton fields coming in, in from the east look pretty pitiful. They look pretty dry. They look stressed. Maybe boot top high and setting bowls, so they're not going to yield much, the ones I saw. I just got back from Lubbock, Hereford, the high plains up there. The cotton up there looks really pretty good. Mm -hmm. The irrigated looks good, and the dry land looks good. But they're gonna. It, it will soon stress if, if they don't start getting some rain up there. But they've had some rains. Matter of fact, if you'll remember, uh, back early it rained so much that about between four and six thousand head of cattle drowned in the feedlots. They couldn't get the water pumped out of the feedlots. So they had a real wet spring. They had some prevented planting. Now the grain sorghum I saw here locally looks pretty good. I think it's going to have a, a decent yield. 
uh, a lot of the grain sorghum uh, up on the high plains, wet west of Lubbock, Hereford, it also looks good. All right, so you think it may not be, it might just be a localized thing here to West Texas primarily. Well, no, I think it's pretty pretty widespread in South Texas and, and West Texas. Uh, the, only, the only cotton I've seen that really looks good is, of course, irrigated, uh, but the high plain still looks pretty good. Okay. It's got a shot. Well, we got to have some more rain. <laughs> more rain. We need more rain. Um, kind of dovetailing on that, out here, you know, the guys that live in the city, they see a lot of our ranch land uh, being taken over by solar farms, by wind farms, that kind of thing. Uh, you see your county governments getting paid these big, gigantic uh, cash, you know, 10-year cash payments and things like that with uh, tax abatements. What do you think that's doing to our agriculture if we're going to convert all of our land to solar farms? Well, we 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 do lose a lot of land to, to uh, unreliable energy production. We also lose about 250,000 acres a year to urban sprawl. The problem we have in agriculture is not land. At this rate, we probably got enough land to last us another 500 years. Our problem is water. We're, we're out of water, so we've got to deal with that. As far as specifically uh, uh, wind and solar, I'm not necessarily against that. Uh, but in, in 2021, uh, winter storm Uri, uh, we had 31% of our power was coming from uh, renewable sources. The windmills, there was no wind, they quit blowing. South Texas, they froze. The solar panels got covered with snow. We lost 31% of our power and we had no backup plan. That bothers me. I've, I've been a strong proponent of trying to get the grid fixed. We still have not fixed the grid. We've done a few little minor tweaks. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, if the, now instead of 31% of that being our, our electric supply, it's up to about 40. So, so it, it keeps growing. It keeps growing. So our it's, renewable it's, energy is growing. growing. Yes, yeah, up to four, almost half of, of our electricity. I'm telling you, with this heat wave, if the wind ever quits blowing where, where those wind turbines are, we're in a world of hurt. We, you know, we, we, we lost um, over 700 people in that winter storm, right. Uri, mm -hmm. people, that, that was never really of course, published. Of course, it, Uri was in February 2021. So February 15th, 2021. Right. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was Valentine's night. I remember yes. watching the yeah. temperatures drop. I remember watching the, the, watching yeah. the power stop. Yeah. 700 um, people died in that storm. Right. And, and also the water systems. You talk about water, oh, water yeah. systems couldn't deliver water because it's frozen. Well, we, 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 a lot of things. Uh, agriculture took it really, really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, Natural gas went down because they didn't have electricity to pump it. We poured out millions and millions of gallon of milk because we didn't have natural gas to pasteurize it. Chicken house in East Texas, the chickens froze, the chicks froze, the eggs froze, the chicken houses collapsed under the weight of the snow because it couldn't heat them and melt the snow. The, the biggest sector in agriculture was the horticulture industry. You couldn't find a tomato plant that spring anywhere or, or any kind of plants. It all froze. And again, the greenhouses collapsed under the weight of the snow. So it was, it was, it was probably a three to four billion dollar loss to the agriculture sector. Now, if it goes down during the summer, we're going to have a lot of people die. When you say the wind energy stops for some reason, the solar energy stops, and we have no electricity when it's 108, 109 degrees. Mm -hmm. There was a couple found yesterday in their home. Their air conditioner went out. They died. Elderly couple. So what, we, what, is, what is the state of Texas, run by Republicans, going to do about all this? Well, that, that's why I'm so upset. I, I, I put up my own website. 
TexasPowerPlan.org is a 14-point plan. Mm -hmm. I invite people to go there and check it out. Send me suggestions. The legislature's done maybe three of the 14. We don't have it fixed yet, and that really concerns me. All right, the last question I have, because we got to get eaten, because we're both hungry, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, dovetailing off the land use by renewable energy, solar and wind, things like that, we also have out here in West Texas, for example, in our area, we have Dias Air Force Base up by Abilene. We have Laughlin Air Force Base down by Del Rio. And we have foreigners like the Chinese buying land around our bases. What are we going to do about that? Is it still a problem? What, what have you? What, what's the latest on that? Well, that's that's been one of my. I have several number one projects, right. but I've been on this for almost five years now, trying to get attention to this. This is the stupidest thing we do to let our enemies buy our farmland. You know, they, they bought that land, was going to put up a wind farm, 140,000 acres next to a military base, give them access to our food, ac access to our uh, electric grid, and access to all of our military secrets. It's just stupid. There's no reason to do that. So I've been working Congress and the Texas legislature. We had a good bill. We went sickled right through the Senate, died in the House. We couldn't even pass it. I've been working in, in Congress. Uh, Congressman Ronnie Jackson from Texas has got a really good bill to stop that. Now, now the Senate just passed a bill to stop the Chinese from buying our land. Okay. But it's That's the U.S. Senate. Yes, the U.S. Senate. Right. And basically it's window dressing. It stops them from buying any land over 325 acres. So if you want to buy 324 acres to put in a wind farm, that's a pretty big wind farm. Right. And it stopped them from buying anything over $5 million. So it didn't really stop them from buying our farm. We, we've got to stop that. You've been kind of a character in the in the Texas political landscape. Uh, you, you say some controversial things on social media and things. So I have to ask you a controversial question. <laughs> Actually, you're being kind of pretty kind. <laughs> Well, you're kind of a swashbuckler out there, a pirate, so to speak. You know, uh, President Trump is running, and we have DeSantis, and we have all these other people in the field that are running against him. We got Trump coming up against, I guess, four indictments now. You've always been a Trumper. Tom Green County was, you know, big-time majority Trump. Are you still a Trump guy? You know, I was, I was a high vote getter here in Tom Green County. Mm -hmm. uh, very popular as Trump. Uh, you want to fix the border, it's really easy. Just elect Trump, let him reinstitute the Trump-era policies. He had it down to a trick. Mm -hmm. You want to s settle the dispute with Mexico over buying our corn our, and, and help our farmers? Just put Trump back in there. It'll be fixed the next day. You want to get the respect of our foreign enemies back, Russia and, and China and, and right. the rest of them? Just put Trump back in. They're scared to death of it. So, for me, it, it's a no-brainer. The man got—it's controversial, so am I—but he actually got more done than any president in my lifetime with no help. Republicans established. Well, he, he, he had more than no help. He had people working against him. Well, yeah, the, the Republican establishment worked against him. Mm -hmm. The Democrats worked against him, mm -hmm. and the deep state, the bureaucrats, were against him. And he still got it done. It's amazing that he got anything done, but he got more done. It, no, he, he gave an executive order. I'll give you one more example. That if you're going to create a new regulation, you've got to cut two. That did not happen. Right. For every new regulation, there was 16 cut. Right. That's what farmers like. They want the government to get their foot off their neck. Mm -hmm. And that's what we had in President Trump. 
Well, this is Sid Miller. He's the commissioner of Texas, or Texas Commissioner of Agriculture from Stephenville. And he's here in San Angelo, and we're very honored to have an interview with you today. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. All right. <laughs> Who decides where you get your haircut? You do. An oil change? You do. How about an MRI? That's right, you do. And it's as easy as one, two, three. Get a doctor's orders, tell your doctor you want to go to Angelo MRI, let us do the rest. We call you to schedule an appointment, we call your insurance, and we send the results to your doctor. You need a doctor's orders, but a doctor can't order you where to go. It's your health, your choice, your MRI. Thank you, Joe. Of course, Commissioner Miller, thank you as well for coming on the show. Always a good time to hear from our Ag Commissioner. Is a man with uh, uh, some great pizzazz with him. He's going to give you exactly what you want, and that is uh, conservative values, whether you're in the agriculture industry or not. Uh, this is Live Daily News. We're here every weekday during the 4 o'clock hour. We're going to be giving you all the news and a great interview to get you by. I'm Matt Trammell, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.